0: How do you do that? Four, 6 seconds, 20, 20 feet, you got. You got. Turn that shit up. Let's go. Welcome to the Scoop World Order. We got some things to fix edition. We got Toledo on Saturday. We have the looming challenge of the Wisconsin Badgers the following Saturday. We have uh, a lot of stuff going on. A lot of things need to get fixed uh, for the stretch run. Uh, the schedule is looking a little easier now, but we still have the Michigan Wolverines looming at the very end, so... The Buckeyes got a lot of work to do to get to that final game, which could in all likelihood be another top five matchup. One to start the season versus Notre Dame and one to finish the season with Michigan. So boys better get to work. That being said, as always, we are thankful for you guys and grateful for you guys. We are growing. Our YouTube is growing like crazy. Our memberships on BuckeyesCoop.com are growing. Um, It's been a nice little uh, run here, so we appreciate all you guys. Thank you so much. Leave us a like. Who needs to improve the most? Leave that in the comments. There have been some guys that uh, have been kind of up and down, uh, You know, some some pretty big names that I think need to up the production. And uh, I want to hear, who do you think needs to get better for Ohio State during the stretch run? Put that in the comments down below. Uh, like this content. As always, we appreciate you guys. I'm going to bring in our local analytics expert, Mr. Dwayne Henneman. Dwayne, how are you tonight?
1: I'm doing great. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me on.
0: Always, my man. So you are a local analytics expert. You track everything Ohio State does. Uh, you have some very interesting statistics and uh, facts. So um, for you, who has been uh, some of the names that have, have had uh, a real pleasant year so far through the first couple of games with some guys that maybe are playing up? Uh, there's guys like Emeka Ibuka, who is uh, statistically having a great year so far, Marvin Harrison Jr. Who are some guys that you've liked thus far through the first two games?
1: Oh, definitely steel chambers on defense. He is a guided missile out there. I really enjoy watching his energy and also Michael Hall jr. He is a wrecking ball. Absolute. Just taking the line by, by steam and just, he's just wreck wreaking havoc on the quarterback.
0: Yeah. And I think that uh, those are two guys that have really benefited from Jim Knowles. I think that Jim Knowles coming into Ohio state kind of wiped the slate clean I think that there's a little bit more of playing the best player and a little bit less of the the seniority hierarchy that's kind of uh, permeated through Ohio State's uh, program the last couple of years, where we play some older guys that probably don't deserve as much time as they're getting. And you know, with Jim Knowles, uh, you know, he's playing guys like Seal Chambers, and, and you know, Mike Hall is a true sophomore. He's our best defensive lineman right now. Um, you mentioned a couple of offensive guys. Who are a couple of guys on? Or excuse me, a couple of defensive guys. Who are a couple of guys on offense? that uh, you think are on that trajectory um, as we, uh, we watched a little bit of Notre Dame film. Uh, we see Cade Stover, we see Emeka. Mecca. Uh, I think that Donovan Jackson has been a good surprise, but who are a couple of guys that have stood out to you offensively thus far as through the beginning of the season?
1: Uh, definitely Marvin. He's, um, he's, he's tearing it up. Um, he's definitely um, with Fleming out. And um, Jackson Smith out. He has just stepped up, and he's just that. He's the he's number one right now. Um, but Mayan Williams, um, he is he is just killing it right now. Um, everybody expects Travion Henderson just to, you know, rack up the yards, you know, Heisman, all that stuff. But Mayan Williams is definitely, you know, that one-two punch.
0: Yeah, and, and I think with Mayan, um, he's a guy that I feel like he was probably little under-recruited, you know, he's a Wynton Woods kid. He's not a kid from, you know, from Texas or from Florida or from California. So I think that the guys that are from Ohio are uh, undervalued a little bit, unless they're just freaks of nature like Parrish Johnson. I think that they are, um, you know, people don't get as excited when we get an Ohio kid as they do when we get a kid from Georgia or Florida or Texas. But uh, who are some guys that you think need to step up? Uh, I'm not sure if that's the right word, but... Uh, progress a little bit in their techniques, progress a little bit in their productivity uh, over the next few weeks. is we we've had some guys get benched. We've had some guys that have gotten nicked up with injuries. Who uh, are some guys that we need to see a little bit more out of as
1: the season goes along? Uh, so um, I, I really think Denzel Burke, he, the sky's the limit for this kid. Um, you know, I think once he finds um, some of that discipline and some of that technique Um, he's just going to make a lot of impact i'd like to see him play a little bit uh, more discipline with um you know that technique we're looking for
0: yeah i think denzel's a guy that you know he's he's one of you know him and josh proctor have both gotten the quick hook from jim Knowles uh early on and there there are two guys that you know were preseason all big 10 preseason all american type picks and uh it's going to be interesting to see how how Denzel bounces back. I thought Josh Proctor had a nice bounce back in week two. I think Denzel has a real opportunity for a bounce back in uh, week one, or excuse me, uh, in week three against Toledo. What do you think of the schedule going forward? We are we are through the worst game on the schedule with Arkansas State. We moved to Toledo, who gave Notre Dame fits last year. Uh, Toledo is a dangerous program. I I don't think they obviously have the talent to beat Ohio State but as we found out in college football this past weekend uh sometimes it's not about talent it's about uh your your willpower your desire your overall uh intensity on a given day I think Texas A&M found that out I think Notre Dame found that out uh what do you see going forward with Ohio State as they get into Toledo and then they they get on to our traditional phone Wisconsin
1: yeah so going you know going to that Toledo game Ohio team, a couple hours away, a lot of Ohio guys on that team, you know, they're hungry. They, they weren't recruited by Ohio State, or maybe they were, and they just were overlooked. Um, you don't overlook max goals. Max goals, you know, the, the, they're, they, they're always scary matchup. Um, so you definitely can't overlook that. Um, but it's a it, it's another game that we can get our guys, you know, prepared, um, you know, clean up some of those mistakes. I think we had eight penalties for around 84 yards on um, this past game. And then one of the penalties negated a punt return, so we got to clean this stuff up before we get into that Wisconsin game and the rest of this uh, league play.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great point with the penalties. Uh, we've had some really, really dumb and terrible penalties. Uh, some personal fouls that are just selfish penalties. And you know, Ryan Day hasn't held back at all. And he's asked about you know Jaden De- Jaden Ballard's penalty, uh, Tarajah Mitchell's penalty. There were some really uh, egregious penalties that, again, when you're playing you know, lesser teams, you're not going to get dinged as much. I mean, it, was, it turns out Notre Dame maybe isn't as good as people thought. Uh, and Obviously, Arkansas State was never really a threat. But, you know, you want to get those over with, I guess. I mean, I don't, you'd never want to do them, but, you know, they're good learning lessons when guys take, you know, cheap fouls or, or block in the backs or, or those type of things because you can't, you can't afford those versus the quality opponents. So uh, here you see Emeka get in the end zone. For those of you on YouTube, we were showing a little bit of coaches from From the Notre Dame game, Uh, coming down the stretch, Dwayne, I know you study the game a ton. Who are a couple of players that you would like to see emerge or you believe will emerge as the season goes on?
1: It's tough. I mean, I think overall I'm pretty happy with the majority of the players. Um, Like Tommy Eikenberg is just um, – he's um, earning his captain spot. Um, I think he's just going to get better and better as as the year goes on. Um, I think our offensive line um, um, they're going to play better too. Um, I don't think there's any individual person um, you know that I'm really too concerned with. I think you know clean up some of those mistakes. Um, other than that, I mean, we're we're scoring, we're scoring touchdowns. Our defense is playing solid. Um, like it's just some messy play. That's it. I think it's just a team effort
0: yeah i i agree i think um you know some guys that i think will continue to improve i think donnie um our left guard he's a true sophomore uh five-star kid out of texas um donovan jackson is really a talented kid and i think that as he comes along and he gets more of uh a feel he's he's into his game day routine he's into game three now he's not a first-time starter he's not a sophomore anymore and he's a he's the guy that you know he's a a really, really athletic player, really productive player. I think he's going to do it. And, and I think Paris, you know, Paris Johnson, the left tackle. I mean, we've got some really talented guys. We've got Wand, who's the, maybe the biggest person in college football at 6'8", 360. Uh, We have PJ. Who's a top 10 pick. Um, you know, I think Luke Whipler is a guy that he will get some all big 10 consideration, but I think that it's a very loaded uh, big 10 uh, position at center. Um, when it comes to the, the all big 10 stuff, uh, Michigan got a transfer who was a Remington finalist, so he's probably the favorite, especially with the way they're running the ball. But you know, PJ and um, you know, Cade Stover is a guy. Now, <laughs> granted, this isn't the best case Stover play right here, but uh, yeah, they're doing this. Uh, they call this like the waterfall protection, where these guys all it's just a sprint out. You cut the edge here, and these guys just all kind of waterfall back and and kind of seal up this back edge. And Cade's still on the back pedal any trips on <laughs> to he causes the giant pile up with him and Matt Jones. So uh, that's not really the best club to show of Kate and, and uh, Dominic. This is like one of those ones you laugh at during film. But, uh, you know, I, I think that there's going to be some, some room for improvement. And again, with uh, the, the thing about football and sports in general is, you know, with injuries, I mean, you never know who's going to have to step up going forward, but um, what do you want to see Ohio state improve the most at over the next say month the next four weeks or so getting into mid-october uh getting into that bye week which is october 16th it's that weekend what do you want to see ohio state become more proficient at lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky
1: lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office
0: Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
1: Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Not giving up the big plays, of course. Um, Hopefully they, you know, they just, you know, won the whole penalty discipline situation they need to get better at, but on defense, not giving up the big play early. Um, uh-huh. I, I think at over four, 10 to 15 yard plays in the first half against Arkansas state, um, you know, luckily that Arkansas state wasn't able to put it in the end zone and, you know, had to leave with four field goals, but um, some of these other teams are going to put it in the end zone and they're going to make you pay for that.
0: Yeah. I, I think that, you know, and they had their little five foot, 540 pound receiver who had like 10 catches for over a hundred, I think, you know, sticking to some of these receivers and we haven't really seen a great receiver yet. So, you know, that's something that when you get into seeing, you know, I don't know if, if it's Bama or Georgia, I mean, if there's ever a year where we have a really good chance to win the national championship, I feel like it's this year because I think that we have three better receivers than anybody that Clemson, Georgia or Alabama has. But when we have Marvin and Mecca, and uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba gets healthy, but yeah, it's 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 going to be interesting to see as the talent ramps up, and especially as we get into Michigan. Here's a great run by Trey. Trey really lowers the shoulder on this guy. Um, does a really nice job here. This is a uh, this is the thing I love about Trey because Trey's not scared. I mean, he's a fast, he's a four four guy, but he'll do this and thump a center. <clears throat> excuse me, thump a safety, and not everybody's built to do that. He's a kid that uh he runs hard. He's got a lot of pride he's a kid that i think's underutilized um for you who are some guys you think need more utilization on either the offensive or the defensive side i think that we got to get more out of Tyreek Williams at defensive tackle uh defensively but i think Trey Henderson needs more touches going forward uh just in terms of you know i think he's got to get 10 touches at least 10 to 15 in the first half and then as the game flow shows you know figure out if he needs another 10 in the second half to get him his 25 touches. And that, and I think he needs to be much more uh, involved in the throw game. Cause he, yeah, he runs a lot of these flares where there's really nobody around. And you see with Notre Dame, there's guys running free all over the field. So you can't blame CJ for taking any of these shots when they're dropping into a soft zone and they're, they're nervous about us throwing it over their head. But who are a couple guys that you think need more utilization out of, uh, out of Ohio state in the coaching staff.
1: Oh yeah. Um, so the jury's out on Notre Dame. So I don't I, I know how good they are at this point. Maybe they just played really, really well against us. I'm not sure. Maybe they just overlooked their last game. Um, then Arkansas State, I mean, we did what we were supposed to do. Um, you know, with the penalties, we scored a lot on them. Um, we are proficient on offense overall. Um, I'd like to see Kate Stover get the ball a lot more, I think, for a big man. He runs great routes, and I think that's going to spread things out. Um, I also, like Travion Henderson, um, he's one of those guys, he's speedy, like feed him. Um, just like mm-hmm. Zeke, the guy, He, the more and more he touches the ball, he's going to break it. He's going to break him.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I think that, you know, some of these guys are rhythm guys and Trey, and a lot of running backs, they need, you can't just give them three carries and then they sit for two drives and then, you know, I mean, you have to give them you know, enough carries to get into a rhythm and you can't get frustrated if they get a gain of two or a gain of four. And there's not all, you know, 15 yard runs. I think uh, Cade server is a guy that I really think can um, really progress and uh, become even more of a weapon. I mean, he's gotten, I mean, he's got, I think five catches through two games, which might be an Ohio state record, which is hilarious. But you know, when you've got the receivers we have, it's, you know, there's a lot of mouths to feed out there. And then you've got our two running backs, like, you know, you got to be a really good tight end to have CJ look your way and and do what he's doing. Um, So going forward, this is a big question I've been asking all my guests. Do you think the Ohio State-Michigan game at the end of the season will be a, a
1: top five matchup? I hope two so. Top,
0: two, two top five teams. Do you think it will be or do you think it won't be? Mm-hmm. i mean i think they're
1: really talented i think they can get to that game if they're undefeated going to that game you know, we're undefeated it's definitely going to be a top five matchup um, that's just yeah. a given um i'd like mm-hmm. to see that i think we're i think everybody's hungry for that um last year they lost they had you know last year i think we should we should have beat them even with their dns we went up there i think we kind of laid an egg up there um i think mm-hmm. we're it's a game i can't wait to get them back here in ohio
0: yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I think that uh, you know, these guys have heard a lot about how soft they are since that game. And uh, you know, our defense has played a lot of an edge ever since uh Jim Knowles has gotten there and they're trying to change that narrative and through two games they have. But yeah, you know, until we we beat a a really, really good team, um, you know, which again I think I think Notre Dame is a probably like a B minus ish team, and you know, they obviously had a bad day and you know, they could really hit a tailspin since their quarterback is now out for the season who started against us. Uh, so, you know, I it'll be real interesting to see how they end up. And I think with uh, with Michigan, I think it's absolutely going to be a top five match. Because I just don't know who in the Big Ten is going to be able to beat them. Because they are, uh, I don't want to say they're all the way back there, but they're back to pummeling opponents. And they've got an athletic quarterback. They really believe in what they're doing running the ball. They're really physical. Um but, you know, they don't have Aiden Hutchinson, so they don't have that top two-pick defensive end uh, who's a terror. But, you know, they play really good defense. So it's going to be uh, fascinating to watch. So in closing, Dwayne, any uh, any predictions over the next uh, month we're going to have you on, you know, probably, you know, a couple times a month, you know, maybe once a week, whatever, uh, whatever fits your schedule. Any predictions over the next two months of the of the season what people should look for?
1: I mean, from a player standpoint, I'm super excited to see Jackson get back on the field, and hopefully, Fleming. Um, we've been waiting on Fleming's breakout year. Uh, Jackson, once he's on the field, he's he's so dynamic. He's going to make everybody better on offense. Um, definitely, just interested to see what Fleming could do as well. I mean, if those two guys get on the field, I, I mean, we should be putting up fifty sixty, even against the best talent.
0: Yeah, I I completely agree with you. So. With that being said, I'm gonna wrap this thing up. We have had a long night. Appreciate you, Dwayne. As always, thank you guys. I need comments in our feed. Who do you need to see more of? What guys need to be more productive? We have all kinds of names on that list. There's all kinds of names that people are uh talking. Is it Denzel, Josh Proctor, uh Zach Harrison? Um, you know, there's offensive linemen, there's running backs. Who do we need to see more out of going forward for the Buckeyes? Uh, we are grinding along on Buckeye Scoop. If you guys love Ohio State football, give us a try at Buckeyescoop.com. We are a premium site. We have the best inside information in the game. I think it is an absolutely fantastic and dynamic deal. Uh, and if you give us a try, you'll probably love us. We have some really, really great um Great content. We're pouring it out. Bill Green's been fantastic. Nevada Buck. The Oracle did an all-day chat today, so we would love to have you join our community dot Buckeyesgroup.com. So, as always, thank you, Buckeye Nation. Thank you, Scoop family. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Go Bucks!